0: It's amazing when you begin to, to cut down time into bite-sized pieces, you know, and you begin to see that the clock is ticking and all kinds of things are, are taking place, and and God really is trying to get our attention in Jesus' name. We spoke this morning about a time when, when, when the Lord himself is going to open up that book again, praise God, and uh, if you study that sixth chapter of the book of Revelation, you find that... Uh, literally, all kinds of things are going to be let loose into this world's seals. And so the Lord will do that, and, um, and in his time, praise God, I appreciate that in Jesus' name. I want to report to you tonight that I feel like there's many of you that are making some tremendous progress, progress, and that's important. That is something that can become not only a motivator, but it can become an encouragement, praise God, knowing that we're going the right direction, that God is working in our midst, If you're like me, sometimes I don't think it's going fast enough, but sometimes you just have to, you know, rely on the fact that God is, um, um, you know, He's doing the work, praise God. And we're just going to keep it up. We're going to keep moving in the way that God wants us to move in Jesus' name. I'm going to hesitate here just for a second. And is there somebody here tonight that wants to give a testimony to what the Lord has done for you just in the last week? Something that God has done for you in the last week. I want to give opportunity for that. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, brother. And I'm going to have you use the microphone if you don't mind. Praise God.
1: I just want to say God has healed me uh, throughout this week. Uh, just called upon the name of the Lord. I know that uh, there's lots, lots of little illnesses going around and everything, but I just, I just sense the healing. I, I just, and sometimes it doesn't feel like it. I didn't feel like you know, just reaching out in prayer, to ask for prayer, but I just said, Lord, here you're, you're God in heaven, and I need help, and I need your strength, I need healing, and God healed me. And uh, I didn't even think I'd be here today, but by, by the grace of God, I was able to come here today, and just uh, even not really feeling too well this morning, I just said, I'm coming, I want to be in the presence of God, because I know in the presence of the Lord, Thus far, I've been healed. I've been filled with God's spirit. I've been encouraged, and everything that I've ever needed comes from the presence of the Lord. So I was like, well, I'm just going to go there and let God do what he does best and give him the opportunity to heal me and give him the praise for it. So thank you, Jesus, for the healing.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That's good. God is a healer. Praise God. He's a healer. Amen. Um, Anybody else? One more, maybe. Praise God. Testimony about what the Lord has done for you this week in Jesus' name. Praise God. He's a good God. Amen. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't notice you.
2: Um, I guess just this week, I mean, there's so much that he does for us, but um, just his restoration power um, in families has been incredible. Um, my mom and I have had a <laughs> rocky relationship, but we're talking and it's going well. And um, I can just see how God is working in her life situation, um, just because um, like sh- she had somebody reach out to her who then led to another. Um, brother that she never knew she had. So, I have a cousin that I might get to meet, and and just seeing seeing him work in that situation and heal um, broken families and just I think hurt feelings and stuff. I just know he's working, and I have faith and trust in that, and it's it's a beautiful thing. Praise
0: the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm going to start tonight. I'm not going to try to, to get the whole thing done. I wrestled with this uh, this afternoon a little bit, and, and, and God just said, just go as far as I want you to go, and that's what I'm going to do in Jesus' name. I want to start um, a thought, praise God, for you, on the idea that we have dual citizenship, dual citizenship. There was a lady, Sonia was her name, that came to this church. Um, uh, I want you to turn to Ephesians chapter number two. That's where I'm gonna start here tonight and then I'm gonna take you to Philippians. But we had a lady here that um, came to church for a while. Her daughter was here in town and attended the church here and just, she was a a tremendous lady, there was no question about it. And she was a dual citizen. She was a citizen of, um, of Israel and she was also a citizen of the United States. And that was a tremendous thing for her. It gave her some privileges and things that she could do. And um, last report that I got, I, she was over in Israel, and she was um, witnessing to um, uh, the nation over there in in, in some unique ways. And. And it was just really a tremendous thing, and, I've, and that thought has come to me from time to time. But I want to show you something here tonight in Scripture. Sometimes we wonder where the conflict comes um, from, and, and, um, and we think maybe sometimes it's our fault or maybe we're doing something wrong, when in essence a lot of times it's just a fact that you are a, a dual citizen. You are a citizen here on the earth to a certain degree, but you're also a citizen of a heavenly place in Jesus' name. And sometimes that can that can uh, create some issues and some problems in Jesus' name. Let me explain it to you this way. Look at Ephesians chapter number 2. Ephesians chapter number 2. And I know I'm coming in in the middle of a thought here, and, and, and I think that's okay. I think you'll get the gist of what God wants to get across with this. But the bottom line is, you know, we're bought with a price, and you and I... We have um, tremendous confidence that we can have in God. But listen to what the Bible says here in Ephesians 2 and verse number 19. It says, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints of or, and of the household of God. Do you see that? Fellow citizens. Come on, that's you. That's me. The scripture says, and we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. That is comforting in itself. It says, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. In whom, it says in verse 22, ye also are builded together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. Wonderful words, folks, wonderful words. I'll go back up to ni- uh, verse 19 and just express the thought again. The Bible says, Now therefore you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens. Look at somebody and say, you're a fellow citizen. Oh, that's that's a tremendous privilege in the name of Jesus. Don't ever forget that. Now let me, with along with that thought, praise God, take you to the book of uh, Philippians, chapter number 3, Philippians chapter number 3, and let me show you something here, amen, Philippians chapter number 3, and verse number 20, verse number 20, Bible says there, it says for our conversation, and actually that word there in some places can mean lifestyle, but in other places it can also mean citizenship, So I'm gonna borrow that one tonight. For our citizenship is in heaven. It says, from whence also we look for the Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ. And I like this part, it says in verse 21, it says, who shall change our vile bodies, that it may be fashioned, it says, like unto his glorious body. It says, according to the working there whereby he is able also to subdue all things unto himself. And so, again, another one of those thoughts, praise God, that our citizenship is in heaven, praise God. But we find ourselves in an earth and that type of thing, and sometimes we, um, you know, they're going to clash in Jesus' name. I don't know if I'll get that far tonight, but I do want to just express that thought, praise God. Sometimes the, the, the conflict that we feel inside is a natural conflict. It's not like you're doing anything wrong, praise God. Amen. It's because God has prepared for you a place in heaven, God has prepared a place for you in heaven, and one of these days, you know, the Lord tarries or, or you know, we, we pass away or, or the trumpet sounds, you and I, we're going to join him up in that heavenly realm, and I mean to tell you, that is going to be an awesome thing in Jesus' name. I always remember an evangelist talking about this and saying that, you know, one second after you're... You're uh, passed away, praise God. You're going to be in the presence of God. And he made reference to the fact that any and all the things that happen to you in this life is just going to be something that is just going to be taken away just that instantly. And so I look forward to that. How about you? I look forward to that, and so I'm going to ask the Lord to help us. What I want you to, uh, to think about tonight, and I'm going to give you some reasoning here, is what are our responsibilities now that we know that we are a citizen in heaven? What does that mean for us? And I want to give you a couple of these, and then I'm going to quit here, and we're going to sing again, and maybe another song or two. But I'm going to start that. We have a dual citizenship, praise God. And I want to emphasize the one tonight that we are citizens of the heavenly realm realm in Jesus' name. Would you bow your heads? Would you just close your eyes for just a second and let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, for times that we can reflect. And that, Lord God, that you can come and you can saturate our minds with some good things. Praise God. And, Lord God, I think tonight is going to be one of those things. I think that you're going to help us, Lord God. You're going to touch us, Lord Jesus. You're going to give us some clear direction here tonight. You are, Lord God, going to help us, Lord God, to do what you want us to do in the name of Jesus. And, God, I, I depend on that in the name of Jesus. I believe that every person here can receive a touch from you, an encouragement, praise God, to live the life that you want us to live in the name of Jesus. And Father, I'm excited about that. Give me, just let me for the next few minutes, Lord God, get across these thoughts, Lord God, that you would want me to get across in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you in advance, Lord God, and give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Amen. What do you say we put a tail on this and we give God some praise? What do you say? Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God, praise God. Questions that we might ask ourselves is, first of all, what's our responsibility to heaven? What is that responsibility? Second of all, what's our responsibility here on earth? Praise God. And the third question is one that we find ourselves in from time to time. What happens if these things clash? What happens when, when, when they come together? What are we going to do? Praise God. Well, I think that we can look to Scripture, and I believe that God can give us some tremendous insight in the name of Jesus. We represent God, folks. Come on, we represent God, and that's what he wants us to know, praise God. And so our responsibilities to heaven, praise God, is the fact that we always keep that in mind, that you and I are representatives of him. Let me bring it out to you in this light. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter number 5. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, and let me show you something here. Amen, when it it comes to being a representative of the Almighty God. The scripture tells us in chapter number 5 of 2 Corinthians, and let me begin here in in, in verse number 17. The Bible says, and man, I like this. I recite this to myself on a regular basis. It says, therefore, if any man or any person be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new in Jesus' name. I don't know about you folks, but that is a tremendous scripture that gives us hope. Come on, all things are becoming new in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's why you and I can rejoice in this in Jesus' name. And then the Bible says in verse number 18, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And look at what he's done for us. The Bible says, And hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Can you say amen? Amen. Come on, it says in verse number 19, To wit that God was in. In Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing or not charging their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Praise God. This is what God does for us. This is one of our responsibilities because we are citizens of the heavenly realm. That God makes us or helps us to become a representative for him. And so you and I, we have the ministry of reconciliation. And Boy, I mean to tell you folks, that ministry is powerful. That ministry represents a whole lot. In fact, if I could put it this way, the scripture says that you and I become ambassadors for Christ. Look at that in verse number 20. It says, now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you and Christ said, be ye reconciled to God. And so So you and I have the responsibility and we have the privilege to reach out to people and become in that reconciling factor in Jesus' name. I'm telling you something, if there's a greater, if there's ever a need in this hour that we're living in, this is a need for people to be reconciled to their God. Come on, are you glad that, that you came to the Lord and He helped you to deal with your sins? Come on, I'm telling you something, that's why you're a citizen of heaven, praise God, is because God has implanted that to you in the name of Jesus, praise God. So we are to represent Christ, and we represent Christ by being the ambassadors, We are the ambassadors. We are the ones that people can link up. Praise God. The scripture says there's one God. Can you say amen? Amen. And then there's one mediator between God and man, and that is the man, Christ Jesus. But God has filled you and I with his precious spirit, which gives us the ability, praise God, to reach out to people and to bring them into the kingdom of God for his purpose in Jesus' name. Why don't you lift your hands right now and ask the Lord to help you to, to recognize that about your own personal life. Come on, you are a citizen of the heavenly realm. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. I appreciate what you're doing in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Helping us to become reconcilers. Oh, ambassadors for your kingdom in the name of Jesus. Let somebody receive that here tonight, Lord God. That's for them in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God in the name of Jesus. Another responsibility that you and I have, praise God, in the heavenly realm, uh, 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 if I can put it that way, is the fact that God wants us to shine. We made reference to this this morning. When we talked about this. Amen. Look at chapter number 5 of, of Matthew. And let me show you something here. The scripture says in verse number 13, Matthew 5 and verse number, um, number 13, it says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is, thenceforth, go- or it is yeah, thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. I want to let somebody know right here this morning that God is restoring that in your life. Amen. You are going to have a distinct flavor from the Lord, praise God, that people are going to recognize in Jesus' name. Come on, just by being in His presence, just by coming and being faithful to the Lord, God is going to give you that ability again in the name of Jesus. Can you say amen? amen. But then He says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put a, put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light unto all that are in the house. And come on, verse number 16 should be should be something that we strive for. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven, praise God. I'm telling you something, besides being an ambassador, you can be a light that this world begins to see, praise God, like never before. And I'm going to tell you something, we're living in a darkness, amen, a spirit Spiritual darkness but God in his infinite wisdom and knowledge and understanding and that type of thing praise God is allowing a light the church you praise God to shine brighter than ever before praise God and I'm telling you I can see right now I can see ships literally coming into the harvest or into the harbor praise God and being safe from the storms that are out there right now I can see planes praise God that have been circling and wondering when they're going to be able to land but because of a light that's shining, praise God. They're able to come into an airport and they're able to land and to be safe, praise God. And you've got people in your life right now that that's literally what's going to happen, is God is going to allow your light to shine so that they'll begin to see and they'll begin to come and they'll begin to be directed in the name of Jesus. Once again, would you just lift your hands and let God begin to touch you with this. Come on, we're ambassadors, praise God. That's the responsibility we have as being citizens of the heavenly realm. And we are the light of this world. God has helped us to become that. Amen. And we don't have to be embarrassed with things. We don't have to wonder, praise God. We can understand that, praise God, that God in His infinite knowledge and understanding, praise God, knew exactly where you would be right now in the name of Jesus. That's right. Come on, let's linger just a few more. Just another 30 seconds. God is touching people in this building right now. He's helping you to see that. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Mm, come on, you're not worthless. You're not something that's that's going to be thrown out. You're something that's being used in this hour in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a precious God that you and I serve. What a precious God that you and I serve. So we are ambassadors. We are people, praise God, that God has sent to this particular area, praise God, to reach out to people in the name of Jesus. And as we allow our lights to shine, praise God, I'm telling you something, there's going to be people, many people, I believe, that's going to come into the safe harbor, praise God, into the safe airport, into the safe wherever in the name of Jesus. And they're going to be able to, to be saved. They're going to be able to know that God loves them, and they're going to have, there's going to be eternal rewards in Jesus' name. The third thing that I want to bring to you tonight, I'm just talking about dual citizenship, praise God. And we must understand that, that, that the heavenly citizenship should take precedent. Can you say amen? And that's what God wants us to do, praise God. But another thing that I believe the Lord wants to help us with is the fact that, praise God, we need to be easily identified. Amen. People should look at us and they should understand, praise God, that there's something different about this in the name of Jesus. If you go to the book of Acts, you're going to find that that's exactly what happened. Praise God. Let me show you an instance where this happened. Look at Acts chapter number number four, and let me show you something here. Acts chapter number four. Praise God, and let me begin reading here in verse number eleven. Uh, again, we, uh, you know, the, the, the God didn't allow this thing to stay in an upper room. He let it go out into the community, and people were affected by this in the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you something: people were absolutely they they were changed in the name of Jesus. Praise God! You got Peter, and you got John, and you got all of these people that began. Look at verse. I'm going to start in verse number eight, brother. I hope you don't mind. Acts chapter number 4 and verse number 8. It says, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel. He said, If we this day be examined of the good deed done unto this impotent man, it says, By what means he is made whole? be it known unto you, praise God, all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. It says, this is the stone in verse number 11, which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. And it says, neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Can you say amen? Now the Bible says in verse number 13, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Do you see that? They They were identified with the almighty God. And this is what some, one of the things that we must get back to the simplicity of that. Not trying to impress people. Not trying to fit in with something that, that absolutely is never going to fit. But that they can begin to identify us with, the word, with, with, with Jesus. And I'm going to tell you something. That's why these signs will follow them that believe. I believe that God is going to help us to do that in the name of Jesus. There's two areas, praise God, I believe that will help us to be identified with, with Jesus Christ. Christ. Both of them are found in the Gospel of John and I want to take you to those before I before I uh, unhook the plow for tonight if I can put it that way, praise God. Look at John chapter number 13 and I want to show you something here in chapter number 13 and verse number 13 um, um, Uh, in verse number 31, John 13 and 31, praise God. Let me begin there. The Bible says, therefore, when he was gone out, Jesus said, now the son of man, it says glorified. It says, now is the son of man glorified and God is glorified in him. And then he goes on to say, if God be glorified in him, God will or shall also glorify him in himself and shall straightway glorify him. Little children, yet a little while I am with you, and ye shall seek me, and as I said unto you, unto the Jews, whether I go, ye cannot come. So now I say unto you a new commandment. Somebody say a new commandment. He says, "I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you. That ye also love one another." And look at this. It says in verse number thirty-five. It says, "By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if ye have love one for another." Listen to me, folks. I understand in the days and the and and you know the hours that we live in that can be very 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 tough but i believe with the help of god we can do that i believe people can walk into a church like this even though it might be a little small or not that many people but they can recognize the fact that people love one another in this place and that people forgive and that people you know are 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 in the restoration business they're ambassadors for christ praise god they're letting their light shine praise god and the love of god is shed abroad in that place and it's it's, it, you can't mistake that in the name of Jesus. And I know that takes a lot of work. I understand that's going to be, sometimes it's going to be something that we're going to have to work at. But I'm going to tell you something. I want to be identified as as a Christian. I want to be identified as someone who has been with Jesus. Would you lift your hands once again and ask the Lord to help you with this? Come on, I'm telling you something. Oh, in the name of Jesus, God is doing a special work. Praise God in this hour. He is doing a special work in this hour in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. He's helping us to get back to our dual, dual, to the the important citizenship that we are. Mm, Hallelujah. And that's we are citizens of heaven, praise God. We're going to make heaven our home in the name of Jesus. Come on, I'm telling you right now, this is the God that you and I serve. He is powerful in the name of Jesus. He's able to help us. Oh, he is able to help us. And identify with this oh in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus and so we become we become that in 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 the name of Jesus and I I believe an important part of that is the fact when it comes to binding and loosing two places you will find in the Bible that this happens you know, and, and it's both of those are in, in, the, um, in the Gospel of, of uh, Matthew. And one has to do with truth. Jesus said to Peter when he answered the question, Who do men say that I am? He said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Can you say amen? He identified him as Almighty God. He was the Savior, praise God. Flesh and blood hath not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. And then he went on to say, he said, I'm going to give you the keys keys to the kingdom of God. And whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Praise God. I believe that is an important principle. I believe that you and I, as ambassadors for Christ, as the light of this world, as people who are not ashamed to be identified with Jesus Christ, amen, I believe we have those kind of privileges. I believe we do. I believe we can walk into places and we can begin to loose the truth into that place. In fact, I'm going to advise those of you that are teaching Bible studies right now to begin to make that a practice. That before you start that Bible study, you don't have to do it in front of people, but do it. I used to do it every time I would walk into the county jail, praise God. I'd say, I come in this place in the name of Jesus. I loose the truth of God's word. I believe, praise God, that people are going to come and they're going to Receive that engrafted word that's going to be able to save their souls. I believe that you and I have that kind of privilege and authority through Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? The second place that you see the the binding and loosing, or I should say the importance of it, and I'm sure there's other places in Scripture that support this, but is in the 18th chapter of the book of um, Matthew. And in this particular place, it's talking about appreciating your brothers and uh, and sisters, and it's talking about forgiveness. And folks, I'm going to tell you something. This is one area, praise God, that I don't know about you, but I want to get more and more proficient in this praise God. I want to be quick to forgive. I want to be quick, praise God, to put things under the blood of Jesus Christ. That doesn't mean that you can't learn things later on, but I believe it really does loose some things in the name of Jesus, praise God. I I did a a little bit of math, you know, and there's 60 seconds, praise God, 3,600 different seconds in an hour, praise God, and 86,400 seconds in a day. Amen. You think about that. Yeah. Amen. And Peter, when he was hearing this message on forgiveness, praise God. I, I like Peter because he's, he's thinking about it pretty deeply. And he came to the Lord and he said, um, you know, um, after that in Luke, this is actually where you'll find it in Luke, praise God, that he did this. But he said, Lord, how often do I have to do this? Amen. I think that's an honest question. You know, and he said to, to seven times. And I heard one time that the Jews had um, had their own little additions to what they felt like the law was. And one of the things that they had, had added to their law was that they had stipulated there was two different schools of thought. One was four and one was six. And one, uh, one school of thought was that if somebody messed with you four times in a day, that was your limit. And you, you, you could just, you could unforgive them, I guess, is for, for the sake of it. And then there was another group that was a little more spiritual than the other, and they bumped it up to six. And so my opinion, in my opinion, I think what Peter was doing was just bumping it up one step higher. That's why when he said, tell seven times. And do you remember what Jesus' reaction was? Amen. He didn't say, tell seven times, did he? He said, 70 times seven. Does anybody know what that is? That's 490 times. Well, I did the math. You can do it for yourself. Divide 490 into 86,400. And what you're going to come up with is every 176.3 seconds. Yeah. Take a stopwatch with you every place you go, right? But that's what Jesus is saying. Every 176.3 seconds, praise God, you have the ability to forgive. And what I believe is going to happen is I believe you're going to see a revival because of that. Amen. We think of the signs and the wonders and people, miracles and things of that nature, and I'm not against it. I think that's going to happen too, and I think we're going to see plenty of that. But one of the things I believe the world needs to see is they need to see that light shine. And one of the places they really, really, really need to see that light shine is when it comes to true forgiveness of one another. Praise God. And I believe that light will shine brightly. I believe you're going to see some things, praise God, that are going to begin to happen like never before. In fact, I'm going to, be, I'm going to, I'm going to prophesy here. I'm going to prophesy the fact that if we will get involved with this, if we will truly allow God to allow us to be that ambassador for him, Reach out, reconciling, reconciling peace people to God, praise God. And if we will become that true light, praise God, and not be afraid to identify with Christ, I believe one of the byproducts that's going to come with that is that there are going to be strongholds that are going to be loosed amen, in people's lives. Things that have been keeping people down or things that have been been hindering, praise God, in the name of Jesus. I wrote that down one time. Strongholds, what does that mean? Strongholds means thoughts, imaginations, arguments that oppose God and are not conformed to the nature of Jesus Christ. And if you think about it, folks, true forgiveness, and if you study that 18th chapter of the book of of Matthew where we see that binding and loosing when it comes to forgiveness, you're going to find that Jesus gave an extreme example. You remember what that example was? There was a man that owed in the equivalents in this world today of millions of dollars, millions of dollars in today's numbers today. And he came to a king who had the authority and the power. And he didn't have anything to offer. The only thing he offered was just a little bit of hope. Remember that? He said, man, if you'll just give me some time. Just give me some time. I'll pay it all back. Which probably was an impossibility. But he was just grasping at straws. And the king, just for for no other reason, praise God, he just said, I'm going to do this. He said, I forgive you. And he forgave him of that entire debt. Think about that. How would you feel? How do you feel sometimes when you recognize and fully understand that God has washed all my sins away? He doesn't hold any of this stuff against me. My goodness. What a powerful thing, praise God. Amen. And then unfortunately, that person who was forgiven of all that debt went out and I'm not going to say immediately, but within probably the first hour, he found somebody that, had, that if, you, if you look at it in equivalence, owed him about 20 bucks. And the same thing happened. All the guy did was say, just give me some time. Give me some time and I'll pay you back. And the person didn't have that kind of mercy, didn't have that kind of compassion, and put him in the prison, the workhouse. Isn't that a pathetic situation? Do you realize that when we won't forgive people, that's how God looks at us? That's a a scary thought, isn't it? It really is. And you know something, folks? I want to get that one right. I want to work on that one, praise God. I don't want to hinder things towards people. I want want to be somebody that, praise God, forgives just at a drop of a hat. And I'm going to tell you something. I'll be the first person to tell you that that's not easy sometimes. But boy, with the help of the Lord, with that kind of binding and with that kind of loose. And literally it says it in that 18th chapter. It literally says it. You check it out for yourself. It says that that king loosed his debt. That's literally what it uses for terminology. And that's what God gives us. The Man, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I sense the Holy Ghost doing a tremendous work in this place right now. You have and I have the power to bind and loose. Oh, what a responsibility. Praise God. But what a precious, 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 precious privilege. And I believe with that privilege, with us learning how to do that with the help of the Lord, I believe there are things that are going to fall off us. There's going to be things that used to hinder us, used to get our goat, used to bother us for days and weeks and maybe months, praise God, that are going to have no effect. On our lives in Jesus name I'm telling you the truth folks I'm telling you in the fear of God praise God that there is there's a revival that's happening praise God not only in this city but all over this world that God is going to help us praise God recognize that we are citizens of the heavenly realm and with his help praise God and with his strength I'm telling you God can come onto the scene with us and he can help us to do this properly in the name of Jesus would you do something here tonight? Would you just stand with me? Praise God. In fact, I'm going to take it a step further. Would you come down to this altar? Praise God. And let's have a family prayer here tonight in the name of Jesus. I believe God wants to do something special. Amen. I, I believe that all the time. Amen. But tonight I'm sensing. Amen. There's somebody here who's going to get loosed. <laughs> oh, in the name of Jesus. Somebody right here in this room, many, maybe, I don't know, but I know there's at least one, praise God, that's going to get loosed from all of that in Jesus' name. Come on, let's begin to lift up our hands and our voices to the Lord. Let's begin to call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, he's here, he's solid in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on. Now God is here to do that in a man.